Welcome to the Black Contractors Network Podcast, where we'll be discussing hot topics around construction, being a general contractor, how to get started, and everything in between. And everything in between. Your host has over 20 years plus of construction experience. Here he is, Richard W. Johnson. Made in the U.S. of A. Welcome to the Black Contractors Network Podcast. On today's episode, we will be discussing how America has always been defined by the grit and determination of its people and our capacity to come together in common purpose at moments of great challenges. Across the generations, that spirit of resilience has seen us through war and the Great Depression, natural disasters and disease, and countless crises that have tested the nation's strength, persistence, and commitment to core values and to one another and the American dream. Which leads me to ask this question, what is the American dream in 2022? To me, this so-called dream is not a dream, but the ultimate nightmare. It's based solely on how much material things one can accumulate, such as a house, new car, lots of money, job that pays six figures, working exorbitant hours, if one attends and graduates from a so-called big-name college or university, and it focuses on the middle-class working people, completely ignoring those at the lower run of the mill. The American dream is a nightmare of endless debt, keeping up with the Joneses, who's got bigger and better materialistic thing and more. There is nothing wrong with having a house or car or other material things, but in doing so, there's a price to be paid and that price is steep working like a slave. We continue to believe the hype and the nightmare is continuous as we pass it on to the next generation. Let's get real deep like balls deep. We're going deep and we're going hard. Surely you can't be serious. I'm serious. And don't call me Shirley. On how the American dream has changed over time. The beginnings of the idea of the American dream can be traced back to the founding fathers. They are not my father, they'd be shriveled dick motherfuckers who said I was three-fifths of a man and I should be counted as less than a full person. I digress, let's continue who declared their independence from England because of their belief in unalienable rights. Those men believed people inherently possessed the rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. They created a country where people could break free from class restriction and pursue the life they chose despite the circumstances of their birth. In time, writers dubbed this idea the American dream, but people's definition of the American dream has changed greatly over time. The term American dream is often traced back to James Truslow Adams, a historian and author. In 1931, as Americans suffered through the Great Depression, Adams wrote a book called The Epic of America in which he spoke of a land in which life should be better and richer and fuller for everyone, with opportunity for each according to ability or achievement, regardless of fortuitous circumstances of birth or position. In the beginning, the American dream simply promised a country in which people had the chance to work their way up through their own labor and ingenuity. Immigrants fled entrenched class restrictions of their homelands for the United States in the hope of obtaining land and gaining religious and other freedoms. Revolutionaries fled England in search of freedom. This promise of a better life attracted people from all over the world to the United States. They came to America ready to work hard. Many people who encouraged Americans to get involved in World War II did so believing that people all over the world deserved their chance to realize the American dream. Participating in the war allowed Americans to put their national concept of idealism on display for the world to see. Americans fighting in the war were fighting for the preservation of the American dream, which was summed up by Franklin D. Roosevelt as the possession of four essential freedoms, freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom from want, and freedom from fear. People who could feed their families, keep them safe, worship as they please, and say how they felt were living the American dream. 
He said, after World War II, men returned from the war with a new American dream in mind. Americans fantasized about homes filled with happy families who vacation every summer. Veterans used the GI Bill to obtain low-interest mortgages on homes, resulting in a building boom and the creation of suburbs across the United States. The American dream became closely tied to home ownership, and the American marketplace filled up with products to help improve life at home. The American dream transformed into an ideal that relied on people being able to afford all the modern accessories, cars, television sets, and college education for one's children. Television greatly helped define the American dream as the acquisition of material goods. Americans dreamed of living ideal lives like those portrayed in shows such as Leave it to Beaver and Father Knows Best. Many Americans fueled their purchase of the new American dream with credit cards, a choice that eventually affected the state of the American dream. Let's talk about the modern American dream. As more people use credit to purchase goods, Americans accrued a lot of debt. Keeping up with the American dream was growing into a costly endeavor. People still strived for lives like the ones they saw on television. Those televised lives were becoming increasingly extravagant and unrealistic. However, furthermore, saving was no longer necessary. The American dream could be purchased on credit. Damn, did you hear what I just said? The American dream can be purchased on credit. It is 2022. Tell me I'm lying. That's a lie. It's not a fucking lie. You fucking cunt. Fuck you. I'm not fucking lying. And the mortgage crisis of 2008 caused many people to lose the lives they had worked so hard to achieve. In his inaugural speech, President Barack Obama spoke of the reversal of the American dream. He was referring to the many people who were losing their homes. President Obama suggested many young people no longer believed they could have better lives than their parents, but that the American dream did still exist. The problem was in our understanding of it. According to a survey from the Center for a New American Dream, 78% of people considered personal freedom extremely important in their vision of the American dream. At the opposite end, 23% considered achieving affluence as very important. However, a shrinking American middle class has resulted in 48% of millennials in 2015 thinking that the American dream is dead, according to the Washington Post. Millennials believe that it has become harder for them to get ahead and that surpassing their parents' success has become much more difficult. As a result of this new definition, the American dream is more difficult to see in action. Because of the recession, many Americans have struggled just to keep their families fed. Furthermore, the best schools and other amenities seem to be attainable for only the wealthiest citizens. Many Americans must prioritize needs because they cannot afford as much as they once had. The contradiction in this belief that the American dream is no longer possible is that Americans have more now than they have ever possessed before in history. If people fear that the American dream is dead, it is because the concept has changed from the idea that everyone can improve their life through hard work to the idea that everyone can become a millionaire through virtually no work. The American dream is first conceived, however, is still possible. While people often must struggle, they are not sentenced to stay at that same station forever. They have the right to strive for more. Catch you guys on the next one. And remember, unity is the key. Thank you for listening to the Black Contractors Network. Make sure to like, rate, and review. See you next time. Be safe out there and take care of each other.